Listeners, welcome back to the Busby Babe Podcast. I'm Colin Dams. It's been a while! It's been a week. Well, for me, it's been a while. Feels like a while. Yeah. Anyways, um, I don't know. I think that's just the distance and like not not seeing because we used to hang out like every day. But anyways, yeah. so and, we're and gonna... also Manchester United kind of makes time feel longer nowadays. Yeah, dude. It, <laughs> it sucks, dude. <laughs> it sucks, man. I mean, I do think that the thing we have going for us in this game, and this is really the biggest thing that I've got when it comes to the Liverpool game, is it's a derby, so. A lot can happen, but doesn't look great for us. Like even even with our two best players on the pitch, which we don't have, I don't even know if we can really stand up against them. You know. Yeah, so, and, and, I mean, the, the, the probably the best thing that could happen to us is the atmosphere at Old Trafford. You know, treats this game with the history that the fans think it deserves but definitely i mean we're in 12th place right now you know it liverpool haven't lost or tied a game yet in the league uh the only game i think they lost was in the champions league and they're just kicking ass right now and we're not and you know without pogba we're probably not going to create a lot of chances and without De Gea, there's you know we're left with one punch man in goal which ideally sounds awesome because <laughs> If it was actual one punch. <laughs> it got one punch man at goal. Yeah, St. Thomas over there, bro. <laughs> Sorry, it's a little bit of an anime joke for uh, those who watch yeah. One Punch Man. Yeah, so the, um. Sergio Romero <laughs> will be starting in goal on Sunday after. And he's still not a bad goalkeeper, but like, man, this, what a what a game to come into, you know? Like, Yeah. I mean, this to is be a, fair, an easy game to come into. Liverpool will also be without their first choice goalkeeper, but that's true. The the rest of their team is a bit stronger than the rest of our team, um, and I mean they're just in good form. They they're finding ways to win games, and I talked about this a little bit with Mark Kastner from the Liverpool offside <laughs> that they've gotten lucky at times, but like th- this last season but this season in particular with winning some of these close games near the end but that's kind of the hallmark of champions you know Manchester United made an entire history under Sir Alex Ferguson of you know taking that last chance in the last minute or you know the the ball just falling their way on certain plays like yeah for that, sure we're gonna you know, we're gonna have need, to be very careful sort of to not to be comparing league. us to them because yeah. <laughs> like I mean it's already happening though the the fall off from you know, oh yeah, no, the it, to- it totally is. Team to you know the twenty-something years in between where they haven't won the league since. Colin, what did we just talk level. about? <laughs> Colin, what did we just talk about? All right, we're not gonna uh, do this. All right, we're not. What them. I'm saying is, is like the comparisons there. You know, I okay, I won't disagree with you, but oh, God, I just I just hate him. I just hate him, <laughs> man. Like I uh, like we have this talk with Phil all the time, and I don't understand how he hates other people more than Liverpool. Like, I hate City a lot, but still, like, man, it's just that that Liverpool game. It's always that, like, Liverpool game that's always, like, those are the memorable ones, you know? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, over the years we've had some really memorable games, but I think the hate between our clubs is, is legendary, right? Like... I mean the rivalry between the cities, like, economically before football was even... Oh, yeah, it's, it's insane yeah. because literally down to the city's core 
the beliefs are different. And it's actually kind of beautiful, like, to have that kind of rivalry because, like, here in college, like, college football, like, we have rivals and everything and, like, like across the state or whatever. Uh, and, you know, it means something, but it's not like that, right? It's not like economically we had to adjust or I'm not saying Lee, like I'm from Manchester, like Ma- Manchester had to adjust to like uh, all the shipping and everything compared to like Liverpool's like businesses. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, I mean, was... Manchester built a canal so they wouldn't have to ship everything exactly. to Liverpool. Exactly. Yeah. Shipping it somewhere else. So and, yeah, um, that's, you know, a little yeah. bit of history for you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I went off on a tangent and I had to gather my thoughts, but yeah. So anyways, this, this game means a lot, um, and I still think I, I would just like us to try to compete. It's going to be very difficult, and but I mean, it could first like five ten minutes are the most important, right? Like if we could just come out and do something, like counterattack, breakaway goal, like something can happen. Like, these it's weird because like also over the years. Like when we shouldn't have beaten Liverpool or City, like like that that three two City game was insane, right? Mm-hmm. When uh, po- we what we scored scored those two goals and Pogba like freaking went off. Like, I mean, something like that could happen. So I don't want to be totally negative about this because it is a derby, and I do think that anything can happen. I don't know if something good will happen, but I'm. I've got a little bit of hope, you know. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but yeah, the fact that it's at Old Trafford, I think, will mean something at least. But the problem with like trying to set a tone early in the game is that one, we just don't really have the quality to like dictate a game against this sort of team. Uh, yeah, we do. No, and no, I, I agree with you, especially with the injuries, we don't. And if if we do try and do that, we're going to leave ourselves really exposed against a Liverpool team that wants the opening to counterattack. You know, they they yeah they are they love when teams will expose themselves like that. And I mean, Sadio Mane, Mo Salah are just in really good form right now. And yeah. our strength is going to be our defense because that's our healthiest unit right now. Juan Bissaka is going to be coming back. Uh, Harry Maguire and Lindelof have been a decent partnership. Um, Isn't Shaw supposed to be back, or is it, or is he not coming back? I heard that like earlier in the week that there was a good possibility that he'd play. I'm not sure. I um, haven't because it's so in the dark. That's the one thing that's crazy about like yeah an NFL right. Like we have our like we pretty much know if they're gonna play or not, and then like Premier League, it's like oh. All right. Well, I guess he's playing. You know, like. Yeah. Well, I think football injuries are kind of different because it's like it, in football and with Shaw's instance, it's like a muscle injury, so it's kind of just yeah. hard to gauge when you want a player to come back from that because you know, in football, a lot of players will play through a muscle injury or something mm-hmm. because you know, they don't have to be like, constantly running like for ninety Pogba. minutes. Pogba, <laughs> and yeah. that's why he's not playing this game. No, I, I meant American football. <laughs> They'll kind of play through muscle injuries. Oh well, same principle. I'm still yeah. not wrong, but yeah. <laughs> um, but, like you, you know, when you're having to run two halves of forty-five minutes constantly and probably running close to ten miles a game, it it's just harder to gauge when your legs are going to be back to that sort of strength. I'm not sure Ollie would risk 
bringing Luke Shaw back in this, although, it, you know, starting Ashley Young at left back is a risk anyway, so mm-hmm. who knows. But yeah, the I mean, our back four is going to be our biggest strength. Uh, we're going to park the bus probably out of necessity just because there's no way our midfield will be able to control anything against Liverpool. Yeah. And hitting them on the break is probably going to be where we get most of our chances. For sure. I'm trying to find this damn uh, quote from Woodward. All right. Well, anyways, I I do oh, think the, you're right. Are you talking about the Ed Woodward quote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll I'll pull it up. But let, let's kind of let's wrap up this this game preview. No, no, for sure. Time. Sorry, I was just thinking out loud. My bad. Um, I I do think that. We can hit him on the counter. It's just if we're clinical enough to do it. And that's just been kind of the whole season, right? Like, mm-hmm. we've gotten I mean, we've gotten some chances, and, like, it's just like we're missing that goal. Like, at the end, like, as a morale booster, it doesn't seem like sometimes we could just get it. Like, it's – sorry, that's very redundant, but, like <laughs> – just like the feeling of when we go into games, I feel like the players are just down and just not having, like, I mean, I, I'm worried about what Pogba and De Gea's injury is going to do to, like, the morale of the squad. I mean, they right. might rally. I maybe, mean, it does feel like know, everything but... is up against them at this point. Yeah. I, I mean, and... if, if Tony Martial does make an appearance... Uh... See, like, we don't know. It would know. be awesome to see him come <laughs> back for this, but I'm just not sure he and Rashford are going to be able to create the way that they, we would expect them to against Liverpool. Yeah, and um, I, I'd really want Mason Greenwood to start. Like, mm-hmm. I think that would be amazing for him to start. I'm sure he would eat it up and... He can play with, like, not a chip on his shoulder, but with some, like, a chip on his shoulder slash confidence from having the contract, which is which is awesome. I did, we did want to mention that. But, yeah. But um, also, like, he's never played against Liverpool before. This is a huge moment for him. Exactly, yeah. And that's why I think that this is going to be, I think it's going to be so awesome for him to experience this. Um, well, I, I think it could be awesome, <laughs> uh, for him to experience this, but, uh, but yeah, I, um, I think like if we could get Rash, Tony and Gr- Greenwood all in the same lineup, like, I think that that's our best shot of being able to do well. I don't see, I really want Dan James to start cause he's been playing, I think, He's been one of the glimmers of hope we were talking about uh, earlier before we started is that like Mason Greenwood's been like, all right, well, he's got a couple goals. Maybe let's see what he can do. Right. Like he's got confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like Dan, Dan James has got some confidence, but he also picked up an injury uh, with Wales. Is he not going to play though? I thought he was going to play. I'm not sure. Uh, I haven't seen anything see, I, about it. I so. hate injury and, reports in the Premier League. Yeah. It sucks because we never I know what's think, going on. I think he played the rest of the game against Wales, or not against Wales, for Wales. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, that's complicated. I guess maybe he's he's fit enough. I think it was a head injury though, so maybe they're still evaluating him. I'm not sure, and I'm not sure what like what concussion protocol is mm-hmm. uh, in the Premier League or 
whatever, but because we're, so, we're so used to American football head injuries being like, oh god, you know, like, but I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> Colin, are you there, buddy? You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. What's up? Oh, okay. Your voice went out. Oh, it did? What was the last thing you heard? Um, uh, we're talking about head injuries. Oh, okay. Well, I said that in American football, we're used to head injuries being, like, really bad, but I don't know what the concussion protocol is for, right. for uh, like, the Premier League, what, like, the standard is, or if there's, like, a, a grace period where, like, you can't play or whatever, but I think that having Dan James in is, I think we need to figure out a way to have, like, Dan James, Tony, Rash, and Mason, like, all in, because, like, that's, because, just because Dan James has been playing well, not because he's just, like, a phenomenal player, but I, we need him, you know, like, yeah. I, I think, I really think we need his speed on the break, I think that that could be very important, but I also think that we need I think Mason is arguably more important than Rashford, actually, and that's very difficult for me to say, but because I love Rashi, but I do think that to this team right now, the way that Mason is playing, I just think that that's that's going to be our best plan of attack, mm-hmm. pun intended. <laughs> um, I mean, all of them are going to start, you know, Greenwood and Rashford and Daniel James probably. If he's well, that's what I'm saying is getting Dan James in with that, and I I don't know if Mason will start. I mean, I hope so, but you know I I don't know anymore, man. I don't know what's going on with the club right now, so I guess we've just got to wait and see. But yeah. So game predictions, what, what you got? I would love to pull out a minimum of a draw. Like <laughs> I would I would really love that. I don't know if that's gonna happen. Um. It's really difficult to say that Liverpool aren't just going to batter us, like, yeah, just because they're playing really well. And so I'm not going to give a score prediction because I all right, I'll give a prediction, but this is what I want to happen, not what I think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say a one-one draw. You want in happy. your wildest dreams a one-one draw is what we get. No, if we would no, no, like if we win, I just don't think we're gonna get even there. Like we've had issues scoring goals. Like I don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was poorly worded on my part. I'm sorry, but like I would be happy with a draw if we got one. I mean, yeah. obviously, I want us to win, but I mean, it's Liverpool, right? Like you yeah. always want to be Liverpool, but yeah, yeah. Uh, on the. Last episode with Mark, I predicted Liverpool winning 2-1. I think I'm going to stick with that. Uh, he said 3-1 Liverpool with like two kind of late goals to seal it after maybe a United equalizer. But mm. I, I'm not even sure we're capable of scoring a goal on the day. So I, I think Liverpool win 2-1 or 2-0, something like that. Yeah. I and yeah. So, <laughs> so, moving on right, from Liverpool. Moving on, thank God. And Let's to, do it. To other... <laughs> depressing topics uh this is a quote from ed woodward uh, via the telegraph quote what's important is the commercial side is never allowed to take priority over the football side that's bullshit i'm sorry i'm sorry colin go ahead that we have non-football people making football decisions and i think it's insulting end quote 
We hope you're fucking insulted, Ed, because you've screwed over our club. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Like, for real? Like, this guy is clueless. I don't know if you saw what Gary Neville said after that. Um, Gary Neville had a whole, like, little rant about it. But he, he said something along the lines of, Ed Woodward's had all of this time to do these things and make these decisions. It's time for him to go. And yeah. I can't agree with him more. Or I couldn't agree with him more. Like uh, I, I think Gary Neville's come under some criticism for not calling out the Glazers or Ed Woodward. So it's nice to hear that. Um, exactly. I think he, he exactly. still needs to recognize that Glazers are a huge part of the problem, too. But, but yeah, this is... I mean, he said that, like, he started bullshit. being better about I mean, that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. It's awful. The fact I, that, one, Ed Woodward needs to realize that if he's going to stay in power, if this is going to continue, he can just not say anything. Because it, it's like this past year and even a little bit last season, he's kind of broken the silence because he's not a very public figure at Manchester United. He realizes how unliked he is, but mm-hmm. he's he's taken it upon himself to either try to reassure fans of things, or I, I guess like feed this narrative that he knows what he's doing. But really, it just comes off as more confusing. The whole thing about searching for a director of football. And then a year later, saying that he wasn't actually looking for a director of football, he was looking and for, see like, that's the thing that's so hard is to believe him. And then a month later, saying no, we're not looking for anyone who has control over squad building. That's still going to be me. Like, it's just like he's boosting the morale momentarily, just so he can get like the fans off of his back for like two seconds. Yeah, he's and it seems like it's all planned around like Twitter blowing up Glazers, uh, Glazers Woodward out. Yeah. You know, um, they they read too much into what Twitter says. I think I'll, that's kind of a trend for a lot of sports teams now, because it does seem like an immense amount of pressure when it, you're trending and it's negative. But you have to realize that it like making actual decisions reactionary to Twitter is one thing, and I don't think that's what Ed Woodward is doing necessarily. But he's He's just giving him. He's just giving us more stuff to talk about. <laughs> like, he's, yeah, exactly. He's, if he's giving goal, us more reasons to hate him, like if his goal is to actually reform the club, then he would have done it by now. But appeasing us by saying these things is just making us angrier. Is what I'm trying to say, I guess. Oh, I. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. A thousand percent. It's. I just don't understand. I just don't understand, man. Like, I'm literally speechless. Like, I can't even think of a way to where actually he believes himself. Right. Like, he goes to the games. Are you you actually watching the games? Like, like, (laughs) I don't know. He's probably scrolling through Twitter is what he's doing. But he's just uh, looking really glum and angry. Because, like, you know, that's what you're supposed to do when your team's playing like shit. But it's a team you've built, and you've had a chance to do better at building for six years now. And he said money's not an issue. Um, like, we know money's he said not a couple an issue, of, yeah. so fucking spend some. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I completely agree. I just don't... If Man. I have to watch another advert where everyone's drinking some Manchester United brand scotch to commemorate Sir Alex's 13th title, I'm going to throw up. Because, <laughs> it, like... <laughs> 
Like, we should be trying to get back to that. I don't give a shit yes. about scotch. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Also, was... don't give the scotch to the current team unless it's David De Gea, because he's the only one who is a part of that 2012-2013 team. Yep. I, yep. I, um... Anyway. Man, I knew that the end of this was going to be, it's like, we just get our frustrations out. It's just like, I mean, that's what it is. I, I needed this. I needed this. Like, you know, you're completely right. It's it's awful because there's no relationship between the club and the fans, like whatsoever. Morale is at an all time low. Like they've got to be more creative, and I don't understand how the Glazers are so blind to have something not happen. I mean. It's weird because like we dealt with we dealt with Woodward not firing Mourinho for a while and a lot of people wanted him out, right? And it's just scary to think that if it took that long to get Mourinho out, how long is it going to take to get Woodward out? Like do we need to really give him like 10 years? Like we're getting to that point. Like and it's so scary because once we're in this hole it's going to be hard to salvage because yeah. we're not going to have anywhere to go. Now, granted, adding Harry Maguire to the squad's great. Dan, I love Dan James. I love Basaka. Like, Aaron Juan Basaka is, is a monster. But it should not take three months to sign three players. If you lose midfielders, you need to sign midfielders. We lost Fellaini. Okay? We let Herrera go, which is... Idiot ass mistake. It was so stupid. Like I don't understand how Ander Herrera plays so. Well. You know what? And I don't blame Herrera for leaving at all, because obviously to no, no, him, he got paid. I mean, no, he got super paid. But you know what? We should have just paid that. that money. Like I know, like we wouldn't want to do that, and I know PSG's also got a lot of money. But we're Manchester, goddamn United. Come on, dude. Like. I, there's no excuse, and we didn't sign any midfielders. Like, how are we supposed to replace... Alright, with Fellaini and Herrera, we still needed another midfielder. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. But, well, because I mean, we, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think have, anybody's going to go against me here, but... We've still got Matic. I mean, th- you know, that's dead weight that's not doing us any good. And... Alright, I'm going to make a comparison. Alright. And I know I make college football comparisons because it's easier for Americans to get it and understand. But so we're Mississippi State fans. Joe Moorhead hasn't been here four years. When you're recruiting, it's hard to really get rid of a coach unless he's had a team that is all his own. So I think that's the same way in football because Ole is dealing with, and it's very different. It's very different because you sign players and money involved and all of that. But Matches doesn't fit this system at all. He's slow. He's old. What is he, 31, 32 now? Yeah. Like, that's not good enough. Okay? So, like, with Matic already being there. Okay, so let's say best case scenario we get rid of Matic. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario we keep Pogba. How many midfielders is it going to take? For us to sign one. And at this point, we need two. 
minimum, just to re- just to replace her Fellaini and Herrera. Mm-hmm. Two minimum. So we need three, right? I and mean, even... t- t- call me crazy here, but we we need three midfielders, and that doesn't even mention our our attacking options. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I. I like the guys we have. I think all of them could be better. Rashford needs to step up and be more clinical, and we could sit here and go on all day. But, like, we're being linked to, like, Mandzukic. What the hell is this club doing? Yeah, the focus What on the us, hell are we doing? The focus Mandzukic on the is 33? Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. I'm sorry, Colin. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, the focus on a striker seems really dumb. Like, I know we're not scoring goals at the moment, but I... Saying that that is because we're Anthony Martial is injured, and that's the only part of it is that we don't have depth at striker is an enormous mistake. I think no, that's stupid. Not, not replacing Lukaku was dumb, but yeah, you can't feed the ball to your attackers if you don't have anyone to feed it to them. If you don't have anyone to control the midfield over the other team's midfield, and I mean we've talked for years about how we're wasting Pogba's talent with this side, and you know we don't. Neither of us blame him if he wants to leave, but you know. At even... first, I did. At first, I did. But like now, I just like can't. You can't blame the guy. Yeah. You really can't. First off, he's gonna. He wants to go get paid. Do granted. Do I think him going to Madrid is a mistake? Yes, because if he's worried about toxicity, he's going to like. <laughs> he's going to the kingdom of toxicity, right? The, the football capital of toxicity. <laughs> right. And don't get me wrong. I, I'm sure in his brain it would be incredible. To play for Zidane, right? But I don't think like Zidane's going to be there much longer. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, so I, and that's the one saving grace we got right now. But I think that's one of the biggest reasons why he does want to go to Madrid. But that's that's besides the point. So even if, so we need three midfielders. If we, this is what I was going back to, is that we hopefully get rid of Matic, and we lose Pogba. That's five players. Five midfielders. Like, this isn't going to get any better anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And I hate it because I really don't like being negative. But Ed Woodward has fucked our club. He, all kinds of up. Like, it, it is ridiculous. I don't understand how the Glazers think that this is making money. I mean, I see how they run the Buccaneers, and they're not doing too great. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, like, this... This idea that they've bought into a three-year plan proposed by Solskjaer and Mike Phelan, that's fine. But you can't let your rebuild be squandered by losing the players that are already a part of the squad, that you want to be a part of the rebuild. Because if they take their time, they're going to lose Pogba. They're going to lose maybe Anthony Martial. They're probably going to lose De Gea. That's what I was going to say. This is – and I was just talking about losing Pogba. We don't know who else is going to want to get out of this dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Like, Lindelof I, was already really... courted by Barcelona last summer. Exactly. And would I blame it if Lindelof left? Would I blame it if De Gea left? Would I blame it? Like, the 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 players that are good in this team, okay, like our back five is, is I, I think, still really good. It, 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 they need support. They need that midfield, obviously. But I think that... Like, I, we got lucky with Zabi, right? Like, I think we got, like, we brought him up to the Youth Academy. We are so lucky we have him, because if we didn't have him, I don't, I really don't know what we would do. Yeah. You know, uh, we tried to get rid of Rojo. You know, like, these deals, 
they need to be bing, bang, boom, right? Like, so many clubs will, will link to a player, next day signed, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's how it should work. Why is there, there's all of this, and don't get me wrong, I can't even begin to understand as being a Manchester United, like, having to deal with the businesses, the business aspect of it, and how they spend money, and I'm sure that everybody wants way too much for players, but even even if, if the coach wants a player, you go and get that player. The one thing I still defend Mourinho on, and it's very difficult for me, is that Mourinho had the belief that he would get backing. That's the only reason why he signed that deal. So the fact that this Ole and Phelan three-year thing is coming out, I don't believe one word of that shit. And it's just because we've seen this happen. Mourinho's won how many titles? Right? Like, and I'm not going to try to bump the guy up. Do I want Mourinho back? No, I don't. I'm glad he's gone. But if they wouldn't do that for Mourinho just because... Even Perisic isn't going to sell enough shirts. What do you think they're going to do to Ole? And Ole is also... They're not going to give this guy money. Ole's also changed his story like over the course of the summer. Like We're expecting two or three more players after they sign Maguire. You know, he's, he was expecting more this summer. It was very yeah. clear that he was expecting more this summer. And yeah. he didn't get it. He didn't. And that's... So, I'll believe it when I see it. We signed some players in January. The January transfer window is actually very important. And it's weird to say that because I'm usually not a huge... Ever since Alexis Sanchez, like, I'm not I'm not a huge... <laughs> don't get me wrong, you can get deals in January. But uh, getting Mandzukic in January is not the answer. First off, he's old, right? He's got to adjust to the Premier League. Like, that's just... There's just so many things. This is why a director of football is so important. You can say, hey... Nah, <laughs> like, like this isn't a good idea. We shouldn't do this. And I know it was Mourinho's thing to get older players, but like the reason why or throughout our time when we've had older players, it's because they've been here for a while. And it seems like in like the 2000s era, for some reason, we've started to draw more older players to us and i get that experience is important but this is why a director of football is so important so you can say hey midfielders are an issue hey strikers are an issue if you sell lukaku guess what bring a guy in now granted i'm glad that mason's here and mason's kind of filled that void yeah a little bit i mean you know we haven't seen him do too much with it but i mean i'd I'd rather have mason than than lukaku but i mean all of this is an issue. This is why a director of football is all so important, and this is why Ed Woodward sucks so bad, is because he just keeps giving us promises and keeps giving us kitchen appliance deals. Who gives a shit about kitchen appliance deals? I know I don't. I care about football games. I want my club back. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is, I'm sorry. I've gone on like a huge rant, but like, yeah. I needed this so bad. Yeah. It's ridiculous, man. I just can't. I, I I want my club back. I want it back. Huh? Yeah. Well, sorry. You, you, do you have anything to say, Colin? I uh, no, kind of went off. Uh, there. You kind of said it all. So. All right. I think that's a pretty good place to wrap this conversation up. Uh, 
So we're recording this a couple days before the Liverpool game. We'll be back next week to talk about it if it's worth talking about. Um, <laughs> you know, looking ahead after this is not a particularly easy schedule con- considering where Maine United are at currently. No. But I think it's an opportunity to try and string some wins together against some, you know, lower teams. So yeah. we'll see how it goes because that's the only thing we can do. And yeah. also, I don't have a Fergie time <laughs> this week. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that the rant episode kind of took that over. But I mean, this is that's we needed to talk about this. Yeah, because I mean, everybody's already talking about it, but this is something we and we've hinted at Ed Woodward and stuff. We haven't had like I feel like a segment to talk about it, and I, I was glad we did. But hopefully, we can talk about something good next week. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> you know. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've been Colin. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, be sure to keep a lookout on the Busby Babe for more uh, you know, blog posts and uh, the latest podcast with Mark Kastner from the Liverpool Offside. All right. I've been Matt, guys. Take it easy.